Greetings to all of you wherever you're listening from. I am Commander Bimal Raj, a TEDx speaker, internationally certified trainer and coach, mindset mentor and a teen and parents coach. In this podcast, The Awkward Talks, I bring you topics that are usually considered taboo or are not discussed freely but are some of the most pivotal things that we should be talking about. Hi, in this podcast, I will be talking about the concept of dings. Now, if you're wondering what it means, it stands for double income, no kids. This term might be familiar to some, but for others, it's a whole new concept. Now, double income, no kids refers to a household where there are two working adults and no children. This term first emerged in the United States in the late 20th century. Now, it's gaining popularity as more couples these days prioritize careers and personal freedom over traditional family models. Unfortunately, many of these people face a lot of flack, both from families as well as society. They are even called selfish and self-centered by some. Even if they are not openly criticized, there is a lot of skepticism and judgment in many parts of Indian society. The stigma can be particularly pronounced in more traditional communities, where the value of a family is often measured by the presence of children. They are often questioned about their decision or given unsolicited advice implying that life without children is incomplete or selfish. I believe that all this judgment comes from a perversive belief that fulfillment and societal contribution are inherently linked to parenthood. Well, today, I want to talk on their behalf. I am a parent and I am super thrilled about it. I have an amazing bond with my daughter and I truly consider her as the best gift we received as a couple. However, even if you are a parent, just for some time as you are listening to this podcast, I want you to forget that you have a child. Because if you see through the lens of a parent, you will never be able to understand the other side. I just want you to consider all that I am sharing and then decide whether the Ding couples are selfish and self-centered or they are practical and smart. The Ding lifestyle is on the rise in India and you'll be surprised to know that this is not just an urban culture. A 2014 article in the Economic Times suggested that the Ding lifestyle is prevalent in nearly 42% of two-member rural families compared to just 22% of similar urban families. The population of Dings in India has been growing at 30% per annum according to Jitnak's market data report 2024. In Australia, they comprise 22%, UK is 29%, Canada has grown to 30% in the last decade, New Zealand has 25%, South Korea has reached 47.6% in 2020. So this is a part of a global shift and this shift is not just about income or career choices. This is a fundamental shift happening in societal values and personal aspirations. Young couples these days tend to prioritize their independence, financial freedom and the ability to pursue the lifestyle of their choice. Now, who are the people who choose to remain childless? In a research paper, sociologist Dr. Kristen Park described the profile of such couples. In comparison with the general population, they are more educated, more likely to be employed in a professional and managerial occupations with both spouses earning high incomes. They are more likely to live in urban areas, less religious, less traditional in gender role orientations and less conventional in general. 
Now let us see why there is shock and judgment especially in the Indian context towards the dink lifestyle. To understand this it is essential to first understand the traditional Indian family culture. Historically India has been known for its joint family system, a multi-generational household where grandparents, parents, children and many times aunts, uncles and cousins live under one roof. This is not just a living arrangement it's a way of life. This cultivates shared responsibilities, collective decision making and a strong sense of community where elders are respected and children are raised with a sense of belonging to a larger tribe. This communal approach to living has defined Indian family life for centuries and has shaped our social and cultural fabric for centuries. But as we step into the 21st century, these traditional models are being re-examined. The rise of dink lifestyle indicates a shift away from conventional norms. Couples are redefining what family means to them after experiencing the complexities and pressures of modern life. My main goal in this podcast is awareness about the dink lifestyle and try to make you understand the possible thought process behind choosing this lifestyle. If you remain unbiased through this podcast, you just might be able to appreciate and respect these personal choices better. Now let us have a look at why a lot of couples are choosing this lifestyle. I want to first share some of the common statements made by men and women. These might give some clues. We will go a little deeper after that. So statements from men are I love having time to myself. I'm worried I will make a horrible father. I don't want to be a bad father like my own. My wife and I want to accomplish something in life and children hold us back. Now statements from women. I'm scared of the pregnancy experience. Babies and children just make me very uncomfortable. I can't relate to them. I would be resentful about the way my life would change with a child. I want a child-free life after a lot of soul searching. I have come to believe that I'm not selfish in wanting this. Well to be honest many of these may be fears and concerns that are common to all whether they are dink or not for example i was worried if i would be a good father and my wife was unsure about how her pregnancy experience would be so we need to go a little deeper and look at some of the possible reasons why many couples are choosing the dink lifestyle first let's talk about the economic pressures these days in recent years india's economic landscape has undergone rapid transformation While this has opened up new opportunities it has also brought about significant financial challenges especially in urban areas the cost of living in cities like mumbai delhi and bangalore have skyrocketed housing education healthcare the expenses are endless for many couples the decision to not have children is directly linked to these financial considerations Now there are multiple reports that say that the cost of raising a child in India can be anywhere between 50 lakhs to a crore over a period of 15 to 17 years. Mind you, this is a very conservative estimation. If you add higher studies abroad to it, it can easily go up to 5 to 7 crores depending on the choice of university. Now you have two choices. One is to slog all your life to make sure that you save enough to give your child a great education. Despite all this there is no guarantee that your child will reciprocate or even have a great relationship with you that is a whole different discussion the second choice you have is to slog but also enjoy the fruits of your labor so that you can make the best use of it during the younger years not when you're old and gray and struggling to move around 
Let me know what you would choose if you had to do it all over again. Don't worry. I won't tell your kids, okay? Next, career and work life balance. The modern Indian professional especially in urban centers is more career oriented than ever. The opportunities for advancement, personal development and financial success are immense and this can lead to greater job satisfaction, higher positions and consequently better financial stability. Many couples use this opportunity to invest in assets and take early retirement. However, this also requires a level of dedication and time commitment that can be challenging to balance with family responsibilities. Now, along with being ambitious, the concept of work-life balance is becoming increasingly important to the younger generation. It's no longer about working hard, but also about having the time to enjoy life's pleasures, travel, hobbies, socializing, or simply relaxing. Naturally, without the responsibilities of parenting, couples often find it easier to maintain this balance, dedicating time to both their professional growth as well as personal well-being. Next, focus on the couple's relationship. In most Indian families, the arrival of children can shift the focus away from the couple's relationship. Parenting responsibilities and children's needs often become the center of family life. From a loving couple who used to go on dates, take dancing lessons together, go on long drives and cuddle up to sleep, they end up just being papa and mama. I know of couples who call each other papa and mama to ensure that their children learn to call them the same. The rest of their lives are spent living for them. Just because you and I decided to focus on our children making a lot of personal sacrifices doesn't make the ding couples selfish. If they are clear that their personal freedom, happiness and growth is important to them, it becomes the right choice for them to focus on themselves. Next, let's see the impact on economy by ding couples. How do they impact the economy? Well, in the short term, meaning during their lifetime, they can have a positive impact on the economy. Since they can dedicate more time and energy to their careers, it can lead to increased productivity, higher positions and consequently a significant contribution to the economy. They also have more disposable income which they are likely to spend on travel, luxury goods, real estate and personal services. This spending pattern can stimulate various sectors in the economy like hospitality, tourism, retail and real estate. Now let us look at the long-term impact on economy. Because while it may look great in the short term, the long-term impact may not be all that great. It affects everything from workforce dynamics and economic growth to demographic trends and societal structures. For example, Japan is facing a crisis due to a shrinking and aging population. The share of the population in Japan that are 65 or older was 29.1% in 2021. This is expected to rise to one-third by 2036. Now, an aging population naturally comes with its own challenges. There would be fewer working-age individuals to support an increasing number of elderly people. It can also lead to a shortage in the labor force impacting sectors that traditionally rely on younger workers. This can pose a massive challenge for India five to six decades from now. That too, only if a major part of our population shifts to this dinged lifestyle. Now, can you really criticize them because of this? We as a race think primarily about us and our foreseeable future. That's a fact. If not, our environment would not be so damaged. We would not be using plastic at all. We would be driving only non-polluting vehicles and we would be living in sustainable homes. So remember that when you point one finger at them, there are four fingers pointing back at you. 
Now let's look at the impact on extended families. Now, from one extreme of enjoying the extended family bonds and shared responsibilities in a joint family, we now may have a situation where grandparents might not experience the role of caregiving for grandchildren. I have seen a lot of parents waiting to be grandparents to shower their love and affection on their grandkids because now they have the time they didn't have enough of for their own kids. Well, maybe that could be one of the reasons for their kids to choose the dink lifestyle. Unavailable parents can cause havoc all through a child's life. Maybe they experience it and they may not want the same thing or worse to happen to their children. Now, I really hope that you can think about these factors objectively. The goal here is not to make you feel that you made a wrong decision, but just to understand the perspectives that make some people choose a dink lifestyle. Now, if you're contemplating a dink lifestyle or your children are contemplating one, there are some things you should be mindful of. First, addressing loneliness and isolation. Now, loneliness and isolation are two significant concerns that are often brought up in the arguments against this lifestyle. And this is done especially by family members who are worried about them. Now, it's a common misconception that choosing not to have children leads to a lonely old age. These days, most of the children anyways end up spending just a few weeks every year with their parents because most of them migrate to different cities for their careers. The fact is that loneliness is a state of mind and it can be experienced by anyone regardless of their family structure. This just means that they should actively seek social interactions pursue hobbies and interests that connect them with like-minded individuals. Next, planning for old age. Now, this is applicable to all, not just ding couples. However, in India, children are often seen as the primary caregivers for their aging parents. The absence of children means rethinking this aspect of their future. It is essential for ding couples to invest in comprehensive health insurance plans and retirement funds that can provide security in their later years. They should also consider options like retirement communities or long-term care facilities to make sure that comfort and care is provided in old age. Now, let me talk about the importance of social connections for Dink lifestyle. We humans are inherently social beings and our mental health is closely tied to the quality of our relationships. For Dink couples, cultivating strong social connections is vital. It's about creating or carving a chosen family of friends, colleagues and community members. It might involve joining clubs, participating in community events, volunteering or simply making time for regular catch-up with friends. The idea is to have a network of support and companionship, a community where everyone feels valued and connected. Additionally, they often find that their relationships with nieces, nephews, godchildren or even pets can be immensely fulfilling. There are other associated concepts like Dink Ward, which means double income, no kids with a dog, and also Gink, which means green inclination, no kids. All these connections can provide the emotional benefits typically associated with having children, such as nurturing, bonding, and experiencing unconditional love. In conclusion, what I want to share is that while embracing parenthood can bring immense happiness, we need to accept the fact that it's a voluntary role that not everyone is suited for. Acknowledging this truth demands courage and self-awareness, which was the aim of this podcast. Some couples recognize this reality and opt to remain childless. This is any day better than having children due to societal expectations and then later experience regret. 
whether we are parents or not it is crucial for us to avoid passing judgment on couples who make the decision to forgo parenthood as the dalai lama once wisely said people embark on diverse paths in search of fulfillment and happiness just because their journey is different from yours it doesn't imply that they are lost so in a country as diverse and vibrant as india the tapestry of life is woven with many different threads Choosing the Ding lifestyle is a deeply personal choice and deserves respect. It is not just a lifestyle choice but a reflection of societal progress. It stands for a society where choices are respected and everyone has the freedom to carve their own paths. So whether you are a parent, a Ding couple or on a different path altogether, remember that your choice is a vital part of our collective journey. Together, we are shaping a more inclusive understanding and progressive india well if you like this podcast please don't forget to give it a five star please click the follow button to make sure that you don't miss any of our episodes do share this podcast with other people who may be unaware of dink lifestyle or are contemplating one this is commander bimal raj and i will be back with another awkward talk very soon